Okay, so you're holding in Sefer Mitzvah, so you're holding by Mitzvah Tezayin. Uh, it's the last mitzvah in this category. The first mitzvah we spoke about, if we had to give them a name, are all the mitzvahs which apply to Emunah. All the mitzvahs which apply to Emunah, Dahainu, the mitzvahs of knowing the Hashem, the mitzvahs of Tefillah, the mitzvahs of, of Tefillah, the mitzvahs of Mezuzah, the mitzvahs which all go around the idea of Emunah. And then, interestingly enough, the last mitzvah that Raman puts into that category, which is the 16th mitzvah, is Mitzvah Tazayin Hushitivano, the Hakilis Om Kulo, Bishani Sukkus, the Homot Shmitzah, the Likus Kas Pash, the Mishnah Terra Bosnian, Mitzvah Hakil. And the, way, the Mitzvah is to be the Hakil, which literally means the Ikh Mitzvah is to gather everybody together on Cholamoy Sukkus, the year after Shmitzah. And the uh, din was that we should read part of the Terra to them. And uh, that's the here the second part. The, the Ikh part of the Mitzvah is the Hakil. And then what we do when everybody's together is we read in the Torah. And that's a very interesting focus on the mitzvah. Like the Rambam says afterwards, Vizui mitzvah sahakil. The mitzvah is the hakil. That's what the mitzvah is called as well. In other words, the benefit isn't, it's not meant to be the Torah we teach them. And because we want everybody to hear the Torah, so we do hakil. We bring everybody here to hear the Torah. It's, even the way the Torah sets it up, and for sure the way it's brought down in the mitzvah, the mitzvah is bringing everyone together. Now, what they're going to do when they're together? So they're going to read the Torah. But uh, the Te'elis, the point of the mitzvah, is the hakel. And that's what the point is, that's what the Gemara says in Chagigah, when it talks about the mitzvah of hakel. When the din of hakel is Sa'am, Ha'anashim, Ha'anashim, Ha'atav. You have to gather everybody. It's, as opposed to most times, there was never another occasion in Klai Yisrael when there's a mitzvah to have the entire nation together. Even the mitzvahs are only regular, it's only a mitzvah on the men, it's only a mitzvah on the adults, not on the children. So we have a sizable part of Klai Yisrael in one place, but... Ladies could stay home. Children didn't have to come. The one time there was a mitzvah to bring the entire class together was the mitzvah of Hakel. And the Gemara itself asks, what are you doing it for? What are you doing it for? So, that the Gemara answers, we learn from a Pasuk, that it says, the man, Yomadu, the man Yishmu, and says, the point of it is, therefore, even the children who are too young to understand the Torah and don't understand what the king is saying, but, so the Gemara says maybe the men came to learn but for the women and for the children it's for the experience of seeing the hakel that uh, being there and seeing hakel that has an impact and now we see an interesting kind of a mitzvah there's a mitzvah to gather Klai Yisrael together so that everyone has the experience of being a part of the tzibur called Klai Yisrael it's not a common mitzvah it's only once, once a shmitzah only once every seven years which we have to talk about why Dafka, why why does it work in a cycle of once in seven years and why on Sukkot? That's a, that's a point we'll still get to Beis Hashem. But the the Chiddush in that is that there's a mitzvah of bringing the whole Klai Yisrael together. And what's the terrace of that? So the first thing we're going to say is a double portion. The terrace is that it gives everyone a sense of of part of something bigger when we see the tzibur that we're a part of. We see this in every in any setting. If a which means the fact that we have a small group of people doing something doesn't have the same power, doesn't have the same impact as when you see the many more people doing it. And if we'd have an opportunity of having the entire Klaishal together doing something, so of course the, the power that we'd have the 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 that we give to each individual is much more stronger. It shows you aren't something where you hidden. We're part of a, a very, very big rabbit. So was the mitzvah of Hakel. Bring the entire Klai Yisrael together. Everybody should be able to feel a part of, of being Klai Yisrael. 
Yeah, there's a different kind of chiyuv. Because only regels any chiyuv in the man. Would the din of what was the din of of hakel on bnei chutzlar? So I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it's a good question. But anyway, so for sure, it's to come out. So that was that was the that was the mitzvah the Torah wanted of hakel, and that's the Torah wanted. Even the children should have the effect of having been at a hakel. Now the question is, even by children. So let's say we're going to say it's true. A child might not appreciate the Torah that the king is teaching. He might understand it. A bat, a child will appreciate the experience. And even today, we say for children, you take them to an event where they see hundreds and thousands of years, and that has an impact. But the truth is, they're children who are too young for that too. If you take your 10-year-old to the cinema shash, they'll be impressed by the amount of people. But it has an impact whether you understood the drushas or not. They're all in Yiddish. You don't understand what they're talking about. It doesn't make a difference. You'll appreciate the event. But if you're taking a one-year-old, he doesn't know, he doesn't know anything. He won't appreciate being there at all. And the mitzvah hakan applied to them also. So what's the point of bringing babies? What's the, so they're not going to gain anything from the experience. Not the atmosphere, not the power, not the impact, not even the, not even the memory. So why would the Torah Mechaev that too? So the Gemara asks the Kasha, and the Gemara says in Chagiga, It's not for them, it's a schar for the people who are bringing them. And that itself needs, needs an explanation. Now people read the Gemara, it's a well-known Gemara. And, uh, but it makes no sense. Because there's no in giving a schar just to, for people to do actions. Okay, well done, you did what I told you to do, now you can get schar. Uh, if there's no point in what I'm doing, so then it's, it's, it's a meaningless activity. There. Well, give me schar for something which is constructive, not for something which has no effect. So you're going to say, I'm going to, and it's like a drill, we all have little kids. You know what it means to bring little kids to the rest of English. So to pack them up and get them ready and have a change of clothing ready. And uh, besides that, it's a long time, it takes a few hours. They might be thirsty, take drinks for them, and I have to find a way to keep them quiet. And I have to slap them, I have to hold them, because they weren't, they weren't uh, places to sit in the base of English. And I only did it for a few hours, and try to keep the kids calm and not screaming so that uh, the king can be dervish. And uh, why? You're getting a for it, but what, but what am I doing it for? Just to say, it's in order to give a to the person bringing them, isn't enough. Uh, if you tell me that it's a terrorist what I'm doing and it's hard for me so I get schar also very nice but if you, you can't explain to you why am I doing it in the first place so uh, why are you just doing this busy work to get schar you know, so in other words you have to go a step backwards and understand that the schar which the person the mother or the father whoever it is is going to be holding the child gets from bringing little children isn't just that yeah, I know you're doing something very difficult to get rewarded for it there has to be a terrorist in it what am I doing it for what's the child going to gain now there's this is a uh, there's two ways to answer the question. There's two ways to answer the question. The one is what I think the simple answer most people would give is, maybe a practical answer, but that's not what the Torah meant, I think. The practical, simple answer would be, because who's going to watch them? If you want all the adults to come, and anyone who's old enough to appreciate to come, to hack so what's going to happen with the children? They're going to you're not going to eat them by themselves. So it's like when you bring a baby to the chasna because you couldn't find the baby setting. Not because the baby is going to gain anything from the chasna, but because what, am I, what else am I meant to do? What I don't want to leave them with. So if that's the case, then what the Torah is saying is, you don't have an excuse not to come because you have to watch your children. You have to come. Oh, the children, so you have to bring them with. And the schala maybe means that it's to the benefit of the person bringing to come. We tell all the mothers in Israel, yes, we understand that you have to bring a baby and it's harder for you, but for you it's kadai to come. It's schala maybe You're going to get a gain from being in the hakel, even though it means you're going to have to bring your kids. And that's the case with the, the, we're explaining it in a, like I said, the more simple way. The more simple way is that it's not that I, I need to bring the child to get tzachar. 
And the Kuda is, I have to come. And if that means necessity to bring my children, so I'll bring the children. Ah, oh, because for, it's, it's, it's for your benefit that you have to be there. Okay. Like I said, it's a, it may be a, a simple answer. The obvious question with that was, and if the person can find a non-Jewish uh, you know, help to watch the children, so then I can leave them behind and not bring them. Pashas Zalach is not like that. Pashas Zalach is that the children came too. So what's the other option? What's the schalim of Emi bringing the children? When the children themselves, like we said, are too young to appreciate Bichla what they see. So what's the matter of, of Hakel? So the aside is that it's, uh, there's another element to the mitzvah of Hakel. And there's another, besides for the motivation of seeing so many other Yidin in the same place, which is for sure is inspiring, but, but that would, would come from Hakel, there's another point also. And that is when it's a dynamic, whenever you have a big tibur, a big group of people, so people join it. Why are you joining? One reason could be because uh, you know, being part of a group it gives you a sense of the kayak of the group. If I'm part of a very big thing, so I get, I feel that I'm, I'm, I'm shy of something bigger than me. The other reason is, it's a way of identifying with it. So if there's, if, if, I, if there's a group that I identify with, so the way I show that is I go and join them. So then I'm it. It's, it's not just what I'm gaining from it, it's a way of identifying with them. I'm part of it too. That was the second aspect of Hakel. Of course, Haskell was, Hakel was a chizuk to see how big Klai Yisrael is and how many people there are who are keeping the mitzvahs, keeping the Torah. But the second point also, when you, like, uh, like the Gemara says about uh, when you have a kennis of tzaddikim, a group of people, so you have to join it. Well, Rabbi Yoni explains, because when you have tzaddikim coming together to do something, and I want to show I identify with that, I'm part of that too, so I'll come as well. And if I'm going to keep away, if I'm not going to, I'm not going to be a part of it, it's either showing I don't identify with it. It's a way of separating myself from it. And if we see the same Yisrael over here by Hakel, it wasn't just to get the chizuk of seeing how, how big Yisrael is, it's a way of identifying. If you call it a, call, a, call, a, call a once in seven year opportunity, come and show, you, come and show that you're part of Yisrael. Come and identify. That's the mitzvah of Hakel. So now we made it. It's a chiv in each person. I'm identifying as Yisrael. And that's what I'm coming for. Of course, when everybody comes, it has the effect of seeing how, how many people there are like that. But mitzidi, it's my way of considering myself or showing myself to be a part of it. That's the first point. And then, the, 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 if that's what the point of hakel is, then there's a sachel and maybe ayim, because I'm bringing my children to say they're also part of Klai Yisrael. The child doesn't. The child that doesn't know what you're doing with him, he doesn't realize what you're bringing him for. But I do. I'm just like I'm coming to show support that I'm part of Yisrael, so I'm bringing my children to say they're also part of Yisrael. That's a sachel That's a sachel And what we want people to come to identify as part of Yisrael, as part of the midst of Hakel, is is what the king used to read. You know, he used to read parts of Chumash Tovarim. Like the Rambam says, which parts of Chumash Tovarim? Everything which applies to the bris of Hashem, or to his, which there was two parts in Chumash Tovarim. The first part, which Moshe is telling us about everything Hashem did for us, and gets to Shema Yisrael, that's so we accept Hashem as Malchus, and then afterwards the Chalik, which is going to do, starts with the Seres Adibris, uh, with the Mitzvahs, and then until Kisavli, which is the, the threats of punishment and the offer of reward if we keep the Mitzvahs. So if you're going to identify as part of Israel, 
We identify a number one with the Emun of Klai Yisrael, the Shema Yisrael, and Hashem does first. And number two, we identify with the obligations of Klai Yisrael, which is the mitzvahs. So what the king is reading at in Hakel is really a declaration of Klai Yisrael's, so to speak, what, what we identify with. And if you want an example for this in the Nach, we find when Klai Yisrael came back from Godless at the beginning of Bayashani, so Ezra Sefer, who was then the leader of the Jewish people, he wasn't the king, but he was the leader of the, at the time, he gathers all the people together in the base of Mikdash, and he read in the Sefer Torah. And the point of that was to make a bris with Hashem. That, uh, well, this is a declaration of our loyalty. We're all here to accept. We're all here to proclaim the Torah. So that's a part of Hakil too. It's a communal dec- declaration of loyalty. This is, we're all accepting the Torah. And if we can accept the Torah for ourselves, then we can accept the Torah for our children too. Like we saw, uh, our obligation is We're accepting us to what we want for our children also. So we bring them too. We bring them too. And where we have this a third time, exactly the same point. It's interesting, in the parish of Hakel is. We, did you ever wonder, it would have made sense to put the mitzvah of Hakel with the mitzvah of Eliragolim. That's where it belongs. That's part of what you do in Yom Tov. That's part of what you do in Sukkot. So bring Hakel next to the Yom Tov. So when you talk about Shalosh Pahom in Bishano, Yehroi calls Churcho, Tnei Hashem Rekecho, the next Pesach should be, is that Hakel is Sa'am, Bechag HaSukkot. It's part of the Mitzvah Adir Agarim. When, you, when you're talking about when you want Klai Yisrael to come to the base of Mikdash, there's another, there's another opportunity too. There's another occasion also that you want Klai Yisrael to come to the base of Mikdash, and that's Hakel. It's, it's, it fits into the framework of the same Mitzvah. That's not Hakel comes in the Torah. Hakel is right at the end of the Torah. In fashion, some of Yelech, then you have the end of Hakel, all by itself. Why? What's it doing there? The Chara, the Mitzvahs at the end of the Torah are Mitzvahs just before Moshe died, such as the next Mitzvah to write the Sefer Torah. So now Moshe has finished his span of leadership, we have the whole Torah, so now Moshe writes it down, and he gives us a Mitzvah to write Sefer Torah also. Okay, we understand that that's the right place to talk about it. That's the time when it was in the gift. Why does the Mitzvah Hakel come now? Right now, we've just been speaking about what happens when the Christ will come into Eretz Yisrael, what's going to happen in Eretz Yisrael, and the brachas Moshe is going to give them. Hakel is a mitzvah which doesn't apply until there's a base of Mikdash a long time later, until there's a Jewish king a long time later. So bring it there. What's it doing here? And the answer is because the parasha starts before that. You're all standing in front of Hashem. Moshe starts the parish by saying, you're all standing in front of Hashem now. He gathered the entire Jewish people to give him the brachas and the clothes, and they finished this. The entire Jewish people is here. From the Roshayichim, from your leaders, until your children, until your workers, everybody. The entire Israel is here. Why? You're coming together to accept Hashem's bris. So before Moshe dies, that's his last public address, so to speak, to bring the entire Israel together, and he says, they also, your wives and your children. The entire Israel is here. Why are you all coming to be over the bris? You're all coming to be coming to accept the covenant of listening to Hashem. And Moshe finishes it off, and there's a mitzvah called Hakel. Because Hakel is meant to recreate that. Hakel is meant to recreate that. There's meant to be that repeated uh, group acceptance of the bris. There's meant to be that repeated uh, the point of bringing Klaishol all together to be Makai in the bris. And that's why, as opposed to everything else in the base of Mikdash, which was done by the Kohen Gadol, Hakel was by the king. Just like Moshe Ben was in the capacity of the king, not the Kohen Gadol. So here also we have the Moshe Ben acting in the role of, of the, as the king is the one who's going to 
unite Klaishol on the breast. Like we saw, Ezra said the same. He wasn't the Kongol that said Yeshua was. But uh, nevertheless, he was the one to be married with him as the breast. That's, uh, that's the Hakel is, so to speak, the continuation of Nitzavim. But Moshe ben did then by Nitzavim. That gets repeated. That gets... Uh, it's Nitzavim the Deus. It gets every seven years, you have the same thing. And it gets the next point. Why is every seven years? Why, 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 what, what's the time factor of seven years? So the answer simply is it's not a mitzvah every year, like which would be a mitzvah of the regular. If it would be a mitzvah in circus, then circus comes every year. It's not a mitzvah in circus. It's a mitzvah in a cycle in time. And every time we've been starting a new cycle, it's now the din to mechadish the bris, if you want to call it like that. So since we call the Torah cycles works in seven, we have the cycle of the Shemitah. So it's not during Shemitah year. It's the following year, which means we're year one. We're starting a new cycle. We're starting a new cycle. It's a new year, a new beginning. And then we, again, there's a din to bring everybody the bris. Uh, everyone in the bris to accept the Torah again. And once you've been everyone in the bris, so then we made it. We went to Holkayish with him. We made it. has the effect of bringing the children also. That's ask the parents. That the parents can show we're doing this as a way to to accept the, the mitzvahs on ourselves and we bring it for our children so they're going to accept it too one day. Now, that's the, the mitzvah. That's the mitzvah of Hakel, as uh, as a mitzvah, and why falls the last part is what we call the mitzvah of Emuna, and this is a, a, a principle which maybe it's a good time to talk about, which they ask on the Rambam. They ask on the Rambam, and it's a very it's a very powerful question, and the question is that we find all the principles of Emuna are talking about are in relation to three major topics. Number one, the existence of Hashem. Number two, the Torah. And number three, Sarva Inish. Reward and punishment, how Kodesh Baruch Hu knows what people do and interacts with them and rewards and punishes them. That's the three basic principles of all these going to go around. There's a question which many of us ask, and that is, why isn't the fact that Kla Yisrael is a unique part of the Ekra Why is that an Ekra? The fact that we're not like the other guy, we have a different mission in this world, we have a Neshama, Kodesh Baruch Hu expects different from us, we have a certain uniqueness that no one else has. I mean, that's the basic point in Yiddishkeit. Hashem doesn't want the same thing from the whole world. Klaishrael is different. Klaishrael is special. Why isn't that part of the Ikri Yimuna? Why, why, why is it uh, Kilo, uh, something which the Ram himself says, but he doesn't feel it as something which is going to become part of the, the Ikri Yimuna? Why not? So the answer, whenever we give the Yimuna bad, I always start with this question. Why isn't that a central part of what Klai Yisrael accepts? A central part is we're different. Hashem expects more from us. We have a certain Klai So we know Klai Yisrael is Klai Yisrael. Because we have Amunah, because we have Hashem, because we have the Torah, because we have Scharvah Hashem gave us the Torah, and Hashem gives us a different concept of Scharvah so that makes us special. So why, is, why isn't that that next step one of the Ikrei Amunah too? Yeah, but part of the Ikrimun is, is the application. Not that there is the Torah, Hashem is Mutsavah. So the Shem is Mutsavah us. And it's not that Hashem rewards and punishes. It's the Etz and the Ikri punishments and the Ikri reward is for us. It's not a, it's not a, you know, it's not the same scale as the whole world. It's a special din for us. 
So why isn't, why isn't that considered a dovish? It is a fundamental part of what we accept. We know with Amani of Chayr, therefore we mechuyev much more, therefore Hashem expects more from us. But why doesn't it become part of the Ikhremunah? That was, that was the Akhrenim answer question. A number of them, in different ways they discussed like, how the Ramah chose what, what's considered an Ikhremunah. So, we also talk about the Namun of Adim. The very much very answer kind of Rachel, what do you say? And that is, if I say in my words, the Ikra Emona is what identifies me as Kla Yisrael. In other words, why does something become an Ikra Emona? It's because, the, uh, just like we always start the, the Ikra Vadim, is if I were asking you to identify yourself, so besides just saying that you're a person and your name, and I said, no, but give me more, not, what are you part of? What do you identify yourself as being? If a person would identify themselves as a nationality, let's say, you'd say you're an American. So if I push the question more, I'd say, what makes you an American? The fact that you speak the language, the people all over the world speak English, even with the right accent. Or the fact that you have a certain culture, not even America has the same culture. So if you're going to push a point that says, if you identify yourself as part of a certain country, as part of a certain group, what, what's the, uh, the fundamental point that makes you part of the group? Because there are a lot of people who are doing the same things, they're acting the same way, and they don't have that citizenship, they aren't part of the group. And they could have been within the people who are part of that group, a lot of people acting differently. So what's, what's the defining factor which makes you part of a group? And the answer is, I think it's very straightforward, the answer is, what defines you as part of a group is, let's say you wanted to become American. Let's say you wanted to get a citizenship. So go to... A, Whoever's in charge and ask them, what do you want me to do to get the citizenship? They're not going to say, live the culture, they're not going to say, speak the language, they're not going to say, uh, eat hot dogs. What they're going to tell you, what they're going to tell you is, we want you to swear allegiance to the, the, the ruling authority, to the president, to the congress, to the, the law book, whatever it is. In some places in England, they say they want you to swear allegiance to the crown, maybe to the flag, depending on whatever's considered, constitution, whatever's considered the, the, national, uh, the national principles. That's what you want you to be loyal to. What language you speak and what culture you live, no one really cares. Uh, uh, what makes you a part of the group is your, your allegiance to whatever the national value system or the national rule system is. Okay, we understand that. So if we want to say, what makes us not Israel? What makes us not Israel? Not the fact that we speak a language, not the fact that we have a certain culture, because they're all over the world, they speak different languages, have different cultures, and we're all part of not Israel. And what, what's, what's the defining factor of Israel? And just like we said, if in America it's allegiance to the Constitution and in England it's allegiance to the Crown, then what makes us Israel is allegiance to Hashem. That's the defining factor of Israel. The defining factor of Israel is that we makabe al And if we don't do that, we're not part of Israel. And that's the basis of what the Rambam says, that if somebody is, uh, doesn't makabe al he's not part of Israel. He doesn't have that identity. The identity of Klai Yisrael is being Makabal Hashem, and therefore anything which has got to do with being Makabal Hashem is what defines us as Klai Yisrael. So what Rebbe said before is really right. Therefore we are Klai Yisrael. But that can't be an Iker in itself, is that we, our, our own importance. That's the result. The Iker Emunah means what's our declaration of loyalty? What, what's, what's the principles we have to accept to be admitted into Klai Yisrael? And, then, and what we swear allegiance to, or what we, what we need to accept in order to be included as part of Klai Yisrael, is allegiance to Hashem. Now, the Ramah tells us that falls into three categories. 
Number one, to acknowledge his existence. That's the first part of the Ikar. Number two, to acknowledge his authority. That's the second part of the Ikar. He told us what he wants us to do, we mitzvah, but we have to do it. And number three, to acknowledge his knowledge, which means he knows what we're doing and he's going to reward and punish us. So Ba'atim, all the, all the principles of, of the Yudgim Ikrim revolve around Tanya Yisrael's identity. And the identity is Vimakavim Al-Khashamay. What does that mean? We'll break it into Pratim. But that's, that, that's what defines, so if you accept that, okay, then, then you accept it, then you're part of Tanya Yisrael. And if you don't, like the Rambam says, if a person doesn't, he's not part of Tanya Yisrael. He doesn't, and if someone doesn't Makavim Ikrim, then he's not part of the Tanya Yisrael. Then we accept the Gerim. So the first thing that carries the Makabal is Hashem. And afterwards, his Makabal, the things which Hashem was Mitzavah to do, I'll, I'll do. He doesn't have to know all the mitzvahs. The notion of the Gemara is that the Gerst the Makabal, that's Hashem, that there's Hashem, and that wherever he was Mitzavah me to do, I'll do. I'll either the Torah. Wherever he was Mitzavah the Torah, I'll do. Even if I don't know everything where it is yet. All of the first Kabbalah. The schayv of Einish, we were there him. The schayv of mitzvahs and Einish are there, and that there's a Torah which has to look at one. Obviously, the first one, that there's Hashem that he has to know. And Eklai uh, Yisrael collectively in Mitzrayim, we had the same thing. Hashem wants to give us the Torah, so he didn't yet give us the Torah, but that he's going to give us the Torah. So we're makabel that there's Hashem, and that we're going to accept what he tells us to do, and that there's going to be reward and punishment for that. So that's the same identity which defines us Eklai Yisrael, which we have in advance. Now, coming back to where we started from. That's the point of Hakka. If Hakka is a declaration of we we here in the Beis Hamikdash, because we want to show identity, we part of Klal Yisrael, so we here to show that we part of Klal Yisrael that accepts what Klal Yisrael needs to accept. And therefore, what, was the, 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 what the king would read from Devarim was the etz in these points, the points of that that there's Hashem, that there's mitzvahs, and that there wasn't punishes. And by, by coming to show we're part of that, and we, we're renewing that bris, that acceptance, it's better showing we're part of Klai Yisrael. And therefore, it's important for us to be there, for every Jew to be there. We want to show we're part of Klai Yisrael too. And not just the adults, not just the older people, but we want to show we want, we want our children to also be part of Klai Yisrael. And if that means that they're also going to be part of the other Chabib Bris Hashem in plans to Tatkim and the Shaykhim, your children as well, they're here, we're present, we've come to be part of Klai Yisrael. That's the kayak of what Hakko came to do. That's the kayak of what Hakko came to do. Like I said, every new cycle in time, we machazik that point. We come back to makabal again. And that's not what I wanted to say. It's not that if we makabal the bris with Hashem, it's because the old bris disappeared. And therefore, it's, we need to machazik the bris. We need to strengthen it. It's not because it wasn't there before. Every time we, 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 we came to Shabbos, for example, Shabbos is also a bris. We weren't keeping Shabbos. We kept Shabbos last week also. You want to keep being mechazik that bris, and Kakel comes to do that on a national sense to bring everybody together to show we call Yisrael and we makabel. Klal Yisrael needs to be makabel to identify. So that's something which we mechazik ourselves and everybody, men, women, and children. Every seven years. That's why I said this is the last of the mitzvahs. I'm talking about Vimuna because the hakel is the national uh, reacceptance and reaffirmation of that emotion.